We're just going to start it. So welcome to the Duct Tapes, everybody. Quack. This is a very special edition where we have a in-studio guest, which we've had before. So it's special because... It's a, it's a repeat event. It's a repeat event, but with a new person. Yes. We are welcoming Miss Rachel Valentine to Duct Tapes. Hello, Rachel. You may Rachel. now speak. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It <laughs> was well, a slow, like, low excitement. Um, and well, we should point out first that Rachel Valentine is her real name. Yes. It's a great name. Do, do people ask I've you a lot loved it. if it is a fake name? Uh, usually people just say, will you be my Valentine? Oh, that's and, funny. You know, that, that kind of thing. And I'm not going to lie, in my family tree, a Valentine married a heart. No. Oh, my god! Can't get any cuter than that. <laughs> wow, it sounds like everybody loves it. Um, I once dated a girl who insisted that if we ever got married, I would have to change my last name to Valentine. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that funny? That is funny. Why, why was this important? Because she didn't like Hoppenthal. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's funny or just creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's not my wife. So nobody worry. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, I said, if you don't like me for me, no. Not going to work out. This is definitely a tech-centered conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, man. Why is Rachel here? Rachel what? is here because she's an awesome HR lady. Currently, I don't know what you've done in the past at your oh, other we're jobs. We're going to find out. But oh. yeah, I'm hoping you know to get more insight from you on what, since you work around developers, but you're not a developer yourself, maybe what you look for when like hiring developers and maybe give some suggestions out to the audience of how they can impress people like you. Yeah. So what is your title? So my official title sounds so official, but it's not. It's head of people operations. Head so of people operations. Basically what that means in our office is cumulative of HR, payroll, mm-hmm. employee management. If there's issues, they call it employee relations. Mm-hmm. Ordering Basically, snacks. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Office management stuff, like, you know, snacks, doing dishes <laughs> the, because the some, dishwasher some thing reason is that should not be people your job. don't know how to work a dishwasher. But you know, it's cool. Yeah. I them, cleaning is therapeutic to me. So <laughs> if it wasn't, I probably wouldn't be able that to handle is this why job. We leave our dishes out for you. <laughs> this is gonna help Rachel out today. She's had a no, rough man. day. Nobody do your dishes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my title and my role (laughs) and probably why I'm on this show because you guys felt (laughs) obligated to invite me on it. No, No, well, we did feel obligated, but now that you're here, we're going to make it interesting. I didn't Mm. feel obligated. (laughs) I'm happy you're here. I'm excited Mm -hmm. for this Mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah, because it, it would be interesting to hear what it's like working with a bunch of developers, not being a developer yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're probably what? one of four people in the office that is not a developer? Yeah, just about. And, you know, since I graduated from college, every career that I've had, I've actually worked in tech. So I've worked in a lot of different offices. Was that the plan? Uh, No. You know, I studied journalism and ended up doing Mm -hmm. marketing for a software agency similar to Mm. Vincent. And from there, I went, you know, marketing to sales to recruiting to HR. So that was my path, <laughs> Tiffany. You asked kind of what my path yeah. was. Mm. But in each of those positions, I've had different, I guess, I don't want to use the word relationships because I don't want it to sound weird, but interactions um, <laughs> and dynamics with software developers in different capacities. And, you know, it's 
it's all about emotional intelligence and just how you got to deal with people, especially people that maybe are more shy or maybe a little more weird. um, She wants to say weird (laughs) so bad, (laughs) you know, different from oneself. Yeah. Right. All across the spectrum mm-hmm. are developers. You know, I know when I first met John, I was really surprised because like you have a very different personality than most developers I have met. Super cool. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. And Super old is what she's trying to say. No, that's not at all. It's Dang like it. more outgoing and like extroverted than mm. like the typical mm-hmm. shy, quiet, introverted mm-hmm. developers, mm-hmm. which are most of my experience. <laughs> yeah. I, I think in our office as well, if you look around, most of our team tends to be a little bit more on the social side. Mm-hmm. Not all, but yeah. most. I think some of that comes down to how we hire and right. what I look for. Like social skills is huge. But part of that is because our jobs make people deal with clients. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to right. handle that responsibility as well because we're such a flat organization and there's not a ton of... Um, you know, specific direction, it's more kind of autonomous over your work, but Mm -hmm. for career growth and progression, we hope that the individual kind of takes that first step of saying, this is what I want to grow into, or this is what I'd like to focus in. And I think, um, to have that confidence, a little bit of sociability and fit needs to be there. Well, definitely working at an agency where the developers have quite a bit more direct interaction with a client as opposed to like a product company where you can just be like nestled in your team and not talk to anybody, but the same three people all yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Got to be a little more extroverted. I like it too because it's like you get to learn more skills. You become like mm-hmm. more well-rounded like as a developer, just yeah. as a worker. Like that's, I definitely prefer this style of doing things. Yeah, I like because obviously everybody has their own personal interests or things that are technologies or frameworks that they might be exploring in their personal time. So I think it's also more fun to see when people are in a more social atmosphere where they're able to share that or mm-hmm. yeah, greater for sure. awareness to the office. I know we haven't, I think it's like later this week on Friday, we're doing like a, what was it called? Some, some kind of project sharing mm-hmm. event. So that's mm. going to be awesome because we'll get to go around and like see what everyone else has been learning and focusing on. Yes. I am on the fence about being, or looking <laughs> forward to that. <laughs> no, it should be great. We'll learn a lot. <laughs> I Miko, don't listen to this. <laughs> had a, had, or my 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 lead, don't listen to this. No, it was a great idea. Um, but that is actually cool. I'm making a funny joke. Yes, as always. <laughs> it so, will be exciting to see what everyone else is working on and how they're doing it. I just like learning about the, like what our team is using, like the top technologies we're using. Because mm-hmm. I know that when I, before working here, it was very difficult for me to figure out okay, is this like really a software technology I should invest learning time into? Or Mm -hmm. should I be focusing on something else? Like how good is this thing really? Um, So that's what I'm most excited about. But um, Miss Rachel, I was kind of curious, like what was your immediate job before coming to Vincent? Because I know this office, this branch in particular is like pretty new. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering like how how did you hear about it in the first place? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Funny story, (laughs) Um, which means it's not that funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will laugh the whole way. Uh, no, so coming here or coming before, let me get my words straight. Uh. <laughs> I was, I'm a little jet lagged. But uh, so before coming to Vincent, I worked 
as an agency recruiter. So what that means is I worked within a company that worked with other companies that needed software developers. Mm. And so I'd pitch our services and then also find those software developers. So when I came to Vincent, because we were a new and growing office, having that skill of recruiting was positive for being able to just grow the headcount. But I had also been doing classes at UCI for HR. So it kind of was a nice sort of transition into taking on that responsibility as well for something that I had been kind of personally looking into. So you didn't go to school... You went to school just for journal- journalism, right? Multimedia journalism. This so. is, I, see, I had no, radio, that was one of my questions. You know? I had no idea. Yeah. I thought that for sure you went to school for something that involved... Um, I thought I was going to work at a magazine in London. Well, at a magazine... Ooh. I loved magazines. I know, work. me too. God, I, I miss love them so magazines, much. Yeah. I, I still love them. I still buy them. And like when I was younger, I'd rip out all the photos yeah. or like good articles. Oh man, magazines are the best. I know. Dude. I There was some like advertisement on Amazon. It was like five bucks for a subscription to some magazine. And I was like, five bucks, why not? I'd love to get a magazine again. And now I just get it and it just sits there. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah. just don't, I don't even read it. Not going to lie. I have mm. kind of a couple that I need to yeah, go through. But, like, you know, the travel ones are great. I like the workout ones. Yeah. So, yeah. So my background, I thought I would do that or TV broadcasting is what I also had an interest in. But then... Like being on TV? Like the news or, reporter? Uh, You know, I don't know. I, there were times where it was fun being on camera, but honestly, just being a part of the team, like camera work mm. or like running the stories, writing the stories. Huh. So that's it was awesome. Just like, I don't know. TV was just exciting, but it's I, like always, you know, news is 24 seven. So yeah. I was like, this is exhausting. Yeah. yeah. I would have never guessed. I'm learning a lot today already. Dude, I think that's super cool because I went to um, like a, a media, small like media school. And so most of my friends were film students because the film program was mm-hmm. so much bigger. And I, I know like nothing about mm-hmm. that world because I did not study it at all. Mm-hmm. But um, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I've seen them like just do not TV like you were talking about, but just even just do like a short film or short story. They're like on their feet for like 24 hours straight. And then you get maybe eight hours sleep like to rest of personal time and then you're back for another 24 hours to finish the shoot and yeah that's crazy stuff and then the time it takes to go into editing yeah and sound oh and gosh. everything like mm-hmm. films and anything i mean it's just you know when you don't know a field then you're like wow when you see it like there's so much that yeah. just goes into it mm-hmm. like the editing of duct tapes i'm sure the, i thought sure. podcasting would be easy it's <laughs> taking over my life <laughs> that's why we recorded the intro with the episode today, just to save me some time. Excellent. And I appreciate it. And I think we should do it more often, even though we basically skipped a whole intro. But (laughs) (laughs) we basically just started talking, which I think is a good idea. We should look at it as they get an extra long episode. Yeah, just an extra long intro. Seeing as most of the people listening might be software developers, once they hear me talking and not being a developer, I don't think a lot of people are going to be listening or hearing anyways. We've had some episodes where we barely discuss technology, so... This um, is true. This is true. But dude, I'm looking at this as like almost like a secret weapon episode mm-hmm. because for everyone like looking to get into whether it's a service agency or any kind of job, like how we talked about the social skills, which is a huge thing, especially if you're dealing with clients. Mm-hmm. Like what what else can you I don't know, like maybe suggest to people? What do you look for when yeah. you're meeting someone for the first time? 
I know when I arrived for my first interview in this office, I was late by like 10 minutes and I was so embarrassed and so worried, but you were like totally chill about it and awesome. And I don't know, like what, what do you look for versus what yeah. are some like warning flags? What are people? some details about the last person you rejected? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can say that, no. but no, no um, you know, and it's, it's hard cause there's uh, so many different levels of developers or mm people that you look at. So from recent grads to more senior individuals, it's almost funny to see how the resumes like all start to kind of look very similar depending Uh upon which phase of life that you're in. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for the more junior or recent grads or whether it be from a bachelor's or boot camp, I think the trap is too like that, whatever school you're in helps you with setting up a resume and then everybody's resume looks exactly the same. Yeah, and that's so the one that I went to. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely being like, okay, that's a great format of maybe discussing what needs to be on there, but then, you know, changing it up to match you and also focusing on your skills. Like for junior developers that have so many keywords, it's like, I know you're not an expert in all of these yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you just graduated. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. let's focus on <laughs> what you specifically know and in highlighting projects or internships, really breaking down like what was the project you were working on? What were the technologies you were using? How was it applicable? Kind of those bullet points where it really shows what your experience was versus mm-hmm. a lot of fluff. I mean, everyone puts fluff in their resumes, but it's like if you can boil down your resume and make it really efficient and really highlight your skills specifically, I think that that just is great, whatever phase of life you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, also, kind of the extracurriculars. I don't know. I always like it. Like for, again, this is talking more to recent grads, but people that have been involved in clubs or participated in hackathons or just things outside their normal activities because it shows personal interest within Mm -hmm. the field or a level of sociability, even if it was a club not related to development. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always kind of, I tend to lean towards people that tend to be more active or if they have only done development are really active in what they upload to GitHub Mm -hmm. so that I can share it with our developers even to kind of assess at a deeper level. Looking at it from the more senior perspective, you know, sometimes you get these resumes that are just so long because the experience is long. But again, I think it's like boiling it down to what have you been doing recently and really what the strengths are from Mm -hmm. recent projects or, you know, something that I also always ask people is, well, what do you want to be doing in your next position? Because that's so important because Mm -hmm. you could hate what you're doing right now. And that's why you're looking for a new job. So if you've been working with Java and don't want to work with Java anymore, tell me what Mm -hmm. you've been learning and how you've been putting it into practice and what we could do. That's awesome. That's interesting. Yeah. Don't to not have some, maybe some impressive project that you built, but it's like four years old. It's not super relevant anymore. Yeah. Even though you're super proud of it still, it's like, what have you, or what can you do for me lately? Or what's yeah. that saying? Yeah. yeah. What have you done for me lately? Yeah. 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 Well, that's really awesome. I know that. Yeah. That's funny. Cause at my boot camp that I went to all of our, uh, resumes were identical. Pretty much because we'd all worked on pretty similar projects. Um, And that's funny coming out that to not because at the time we were like, yeah, these look great. These look so professional and good. But it's interesting to hear that. Yeah, probably from 
and everybody's applying to the same right. place at the same just, yeah, time. Yeah. So you see six identical resumes mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, okay, so, you know, you all did this project. Or then even too, sometimes when you look at the repos where it's like a shared project, then yeah. it's hard because you're like, oh, well, I don't know whose code this is. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes I, I err on the side of skepticism. And so, hmm. yeah. So people got to make sure they stand out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially if you do have six identical ones, the one person who stands out, I assume, will be the one you reach out to or you, you at least catches your attention. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I like how you talked about not adding fluff to the resume. So if you're going to focus, like do a very efficient resume and only talk about like the skills you are an expert in or at least that you're best at, would you suggest to people that like they put in... I don't want to say keywords, but like other areas of the resume, like I'm really interested in learning, like I'm a hard worker, I love learning, and then maybe list some like technologies they're specifically interested in learning on the resume itself, or would you save that for the interview or? Yeah, I think, I think it always kind of, as with many things in life, it depends, right? Right. And so um, I think trying to boil down the resume to have it being one to two pages is just, you know, useful. And with that, being very specific about what you've either been working on in a professional setting or a personal setting. Um, Also looking at what the job is and what the job description asks for, because if there are parts of the job description that obviously highlight, you know, pluses or preferred skills in the areas that you'd like to learn, but you don't have them on your resume, then yeah, try to find the best way to insert those so that it shows that level of interest But, um, you know, and it's funny because there's times when people do add, you know, personal interests to their resume and it's like kayaking or something really (laughs) random. (laughs) And, and sometimes I'm like, oh, like, do I need to see this? No, but sometimes it does catch my eye or I find it, you know, kind of seeing beyond what's just on the piece of paper. But in a lot of positions, you know, it's trying to be uh, very very fair to the situation as well, where Mm -hmm. it's like, look at the skills, not the person. So trying to also not look totally at the name or the gender or things that, you know, could eventually create like an unfair bias. So I try to always first things first, look at what's the school, what's the education, what's the recent professional experience, Mm -hmm. how often they've skipped around, either moving jobs or not moving jobs. Um, you know, those key things that are like good indicators for anybody applying to any job. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I, man, I just have so many questions. I'm not sure what to ask first. But um, so moving into like the interview setting, mm-hmm. I know you, you talked about emotional intelligence, which is not a skill of mine if I had to <laughs> go one way or the other on that. Um, but what do you, um, I guess, look for in an interview? Like once you're meeting someone for the first time, a lot of developers are more introverted or maybe like private people. Mm -hmm. And I know that when I go into interview, I try to like let down my guard more and just like smile more, laugh more, kind of show who I am, even though that's not always the most comfortable for me. Yeah. I don't know if you look at it a little differently or if that's even like a huge thing. Like if somebody says five words instead of 10, is that like some kind of turnoff Mm -hmm. or like what do you, when you're meeting someone? Mm And again, it sometimes depends. It depends. Um, and, and I'll explain the reason why. Um, so first, you know, I know most times, especially in that first interview, people are nervous. Mm-hmm. And so to try yeah. and also create an environment to let them 
let down their guard. I feel like when I'm giving my own kind of introduction, I'm trying not to be too serious about it. And I'm kind of joking or making light of, you know, how awesome it's been to not making light of, but, you know, talking about Vincent and our growth and how awesome it's been to be a part of this, but doing it in a way that just doesn't seem as serious. So hopefully they can see like, okay, the thing to remember is she's just a person. Like this is just a conversation. I can relax. Um, and, and there's been times even in interviews when people have gotten like nervous and flustered and said like, Oh, can, can I start over? And I'm like, yeah, catch your breath. Like you're fine. Don't worry about it. Where it's just, you know, I know that nerves are natural for interviews. I've been nervous before. So I always try to create a comfortable environment. Going to your question about the best way to answer questions, I do tend to prefer people that can be um, direct with their answers and not going on these really, really long tangents. But I know myself and I go on tangents as well. <laughs> so <laughs> no. I, I don't <laughs> I don't I don't dock it against people, but obviously you're you're trying to assess like how much do they know about this? Because sometimes too people will be too afraid to admit that they don't really know. So they'll talk in circles and Mm -hmm. it's just more obvious. I think honestly, just admitting like, I think it's this, but I'm not really sure. Or I haven't had experience doing this is a better answer than talking for five minutes about whatever. When you know, (laughs) when you can see right through what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's awesome. What about, uh, I read online all the time that like to get an in, especially with like big companies, it seems to come up more often, but it happened for me with Vincent as well. Uh, How do you value like recommendations from like somebody either in the company or maybe someone you've worked with at like a previous job as someone looking through resumes and working in HR? Like how important is that to you or how does that change your opinion of a candidate? Yeah, if, if it's obviously a referral from a current employee or someone that I've worked with, I will most likely always open the door for an interview or have that conversation. Um, Of course, if their skill set is in line with what we're looking for, not hiring, you know, a baker for a developer, (laughs) like something really obscure. But, um, you know, I, I highly value recommendations. I think that's a part of life. But at the same time, I think, too, because it's not like we're only getting referrals and maybe in a bigger company where it might be super competitive. You know, it's like I want to make sure, too, that it's fair playing ground and that anybody that applies has just a fair of choice or or fair of uh, opportunity. But but then, you know, but then I, I, you know, I will admit that there are people that have come through recommendations and I will kind of open the door quicker to have that conversation because it's just. Well, because someone that you trust has kind of said... Yeah, or worked with the person. And so you know a little bit more of what their professional ability looks like Mm -hmm. or professional demeanor, Mm -hmm. which is ultimately what the interview is trying to figure out, right? Yeah. (laughs) So that's awesome. How they're going to fit into the team. Well... I wanted to ask about going to school in, in England, yeah. even though that's yeah. a sharp right turn. Because you mentioned that you <laughs> have jet super, lag. Super relative to uh, Listen, development. It is. <laughs> there are developers all over the world. It's true. Including England. We're <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, an inclusive podcast. That's right. That's right. So you just got back from one of many trips that you've taken in the few years that I've known you. 
Um, so how often do you travel and why is traveling so important to you? Oh, yeah. I love this. Can we turn this into a travel podcast? <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, how often I travel, it depends. I truly try to do one big international trip per year, mm-hmm. but it always comes down to timing and finances and, you know, life in general. But I, I feel like because to me, traveling is a priority for my life, I set it up so that I can travel. And, uh, you know, I'll preface, I'm not married and I don't have kids. So the ability to travel is easier than, you know, when you have a family to mm-hmm. buy tickets for. Mm-hmm. But for me, I have always just been interested in travel since I was a kid. I think I first fell in love with the UK because my grandparents actually met at a nightclub in London. So I think it was destined for me to, you know, my grandfather was American and my grandmother was from Scotland. And so they met at a nightclub and I think in a very short amount of time, like three weeks or something, they were getting married and she was moving to the States. Wow. Was this the heart and Valentine? No, it wasn't. That would have been just too much. (laughs) But, um, so, you know, that household with my grandmother being Scottish, my mom had a very, um, had a childhood influenced by the UK with regards to food and TV and movies, et cetera. And some of that transcended as well when I was growing up. So Mm -hmm. I always kind of had a fixation on the Brits and loved it. And I had gone to London at one point during my high school years and was like, I'm moving. (laughs) And so I made it a mission to try and get over there to go to school. So Mm -hmm. that kind of answers the, how I ended up in England and your actual question of why I'm so interested in traveling as well, mm-hmm. you know, making time and money for a big trip per year. I think traveling is is something that is extremely important for society in that I know not everyone has the ability or the means to travel and it's it comes from a privileged perspective in some ways. But I do think that when people are willing to travel or can travel, the experiences that you have and when you meet people from other cultures and other backgrounds, if, if you're doing it right, hopefully you're digesting that information mm-hmm. and kind of taking it in to be like, oh, you know, like I grew up this way, but there's so many other ways that people can grow up. And mm-hmm. that's why maybe their viewpoint is this way. It just gives you kind of more a hopeful, um, I don't know what's the right word, but being more um, like willing to not just think your way is the right way, but mm-hmm. look at other people's perspectives and life choices and backgrounds as just, you know, different dynamics. So what is the most different place that you've traveled to from sunny Southern California? <clears throat> yes. The most different? Uh, I guess that would be Cambodia. All right. Um, (laughs) That's got to be pretty different. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very different. I remember like there were points, you know, we got out of the airport as we were like going, you know, there's parts where it's like dirt roads. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly, but I think that they burn trash because there was a lot of times where it smelled, felt very smoky in the air too. And so it's just, again, like, I don't think you're allowed or it's legal to burn trash in the United States. <laughs> but you weren't but, lecturing them yeah, over no. there. Like, listen, back in the States. No, 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 no. Would not stand for this. Yeah, yeah. And so it was it was just an interesting dynamic. And um, 
it was, you know, not to give a history lesson, but Cambodia has a very crazy history with the Khmer Rouge and all the sadness and death that came with that brief ruling period. So, you know, the Cambodian people are very nice and supportive of tourism um, because it brings them money, but it also allows them to be able to share more about their positive history or experiences mm-hmm. where, so that people don't just think of, you know, of the, the suffering. Carry. Yeah, yeah, Which definitely. Which is what I think of when yeah. I... Yeah, when I hear that. Exactly. So uh, Cambodia was great, guys. Food was good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Angkor Wat, beautiful. Do the sunrise at Angkor Wat. Uh, yeah, I don't oh even gosh. know what those words yeah. are mean. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Google it, and you'll be like, "Wow, cool temples." Okay, all and, right. And, you know, uh, uh, what's it? The the uh, the dead married, Kennedys. Married Brad or Angelina Jolie had the. The um, what's that movie where it's oh, Tomb, Raider. Tomb Raider? Yeah, Tomb Raider is taken off of one of the temples. So oh my okay, God. yeah, pull well. it back to Hollywood, guys. <laughs> pull it back to Hollywood. Dude. Wow, thanks for. I thought, I thought you were gonna bring. Doesn't she have? Um, didn't she adopt kids from Cambodia? Maybe that's why. Mm, maybe I don't follow much of the entertainment. <laughs> stuff. Oh. Well, I'm impressed you didn't know. Vanderpump yeah, Rules. That is not true. <laughs> we were just waiting for Vanderpump Rules to come up. Uh, real quick, mm-hmm. Holiday in Cambodia by Dead Kennedys is a great song. So listen to it if you want to hear about the suffering. But moving on to bum, 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 Vanderpump Rules. Oh, oh Nico's going to hate us. This, this is our regular segment <laughs> on the show, Vanderpump Rules. No, you were on a, uh, a reality show in England, right? Chelsea oh, Lately. Yeah. I, no, Made in Chelsea. <laughs> That's right. I, I had a, a brief extra moment where I got to be in the background of one of their episodes that was so incredibly staged, but it was still yeah. super awesome we're, for me. We're waiting for you to, to bring that clip in or find it. You know, I think you might see my arm on a bar. Nice. Like, <laughs> claim to fame, guys. Yeah, I knew I recognized that your elbow. elbow yeah. and blonde hair is mine. But no, it was great. The show... You know, it's like you really don't want to admit that you like some of those, quote, reality shows because mm-hmm. they're not reality. But they're very they're, entertaining. You, you know, once you open the door a little, you can't, you can't. stop. Yeah, Rachel and I <laughs> bonded over our mutual love for Vanderpump Rules. Uh, and we're all holding our breath to see if uh, Jax really has changed his ways because he's going to marry Brittany and she's a nice girl and the last thing I want to see is her heart being broken. So Jax, if you're listening to this, be a good guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 100% sure he's totally listening to a development podcast. I I think so. Well, uh, Stassi and Kristen each have their own podcasts. Yeah, they do. But I don't know why that would mean that Jax listens to ours, but I'm just saying other podcasts. Sharing within the community. Yeah. So go listen to Stassi's podcast. I don't, I don't even know what it's called. I, I'm guessing there's something about like death Blonde. or oh, like yeah. Yeah. basic or ranch. Or it's or, her birthday. Oh, Remember yeah, she had yeah. a lot of episodes where she screamed it was her birthday. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. People Actually, that'd be a really good podcast of be, her scream or like the times when she was so upset that it's her birthday and yeah. like all of the hilarity that ensued because she was so crazy about it. Yeah, because people weren't doing exactly what she wanted. But then you could also talk to other people about what's like your greatest birthday moment. What is your greatest birthday moment? Oh, me? Wow. Hmm. Set yourself up for that one. Dang. (laughs) Tiffany, what about you while while she's thinking? Oh, man. I know I I don't have one either. (laughs) 
Well, Dude, I have, I have, uh, well, actually we had a work trip one time over my birthday. Um, we were all in Vegas, so Ooh. that was a fun, interesting birthday. How yeah. can that not be awesome? Yeah. You know, I, I didn't totally want to spend my birthday with a bunch of coworkers, yeah. Yeah. but, <laughs> but it was fun and it was Vegas. Mm-hmm. Then I had a birthday in New Orleans. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. Well, these are all. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't, you know, honestly, actually, if I want to be super embarrassing, if I throw it back to my 21st birthday when I lived in England, I'm pretty sure I had a Stassi moment. I did a... uh, I'm sure you did. We did a... Because, you know, 21 is nothing in England because everyone can drink at 18. But we wanted to make it a big fun party. So it was Vegas themed. And (laughs) everyone had to dress up. And so many people didn't. It was great. I dressed up as like a ringleader, you know, like yeah. with the mm. like bears and a whip. I don't know, you know, like the where the, the hat, you know, with like the ringleader with the animals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So that was that. And I'm pretty sure I probably had a moment where I said at some point in the night, but it's my birthday. Yeah, it's my yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah, Wasn't yeah. anybody everybody doing I, what I said? I say? don't totally remember, but just, just from the photos, yeah. I, that's what I would assume. <laughs> that's that's awesome. funny. So yeah, Vanderpump. This is a really productive podcast. I I will be impressed if you get any listens because I don't know who's going to make it to oh, the end. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm sure edit people that out. love traveling and <laughs> people England. love traveling. People love Vanderpump. It's a huge show. It's a huge show. I don't even know what you're talking bring about. In, I'm bringing right. in the hits. The we topics. need to start having a a weekly when it comes back for the next season. Oh. We'll watch it here at night. We'll get the the East Coast feed so we can watch it at six. I like that idea. I do too. We should live podcast during the that would episode. Be oh my goodness. So awesome. So that when the surprises come, you yeah. get to sense our genuine. Well, because excitement. they live tweet it. So we could like tweet at them and like try to start like a Twitter war and Oh, Twitter war. Yeah, developers versus Vanderpump. John loves Twitter wars. I love Twitter wars. I keep trying to start one. No. I don't know who to start one with. That's the first problem. Or what about is the second problem. But eventually, I'm going to find somebody. Stassi. Tell her ranch sucks. Yeah. Oh, Twitter war. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> uh-oh. Does she love ranch? Is that yeah. one of her things? Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. She talks about it all the time. But ranch is... It is good. I mean, it no one can... It is so you good. You can't... Like, if you're eating pizza and you don't like pizza with ranch, you can pretty much leave. Yeah. My, my four-year-old got introduced to it a couple months ago, and it's like... End game. He loves yeah. it. Chicken fingers, fries, everything. everything. Fries. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. You know which ranch is the best? I always liked Red Robin Ranch. That's really pretty fatty, I'm sure, but pretty Red Robin, I feel like, flies under the radar a lot. And pizza places. They always have good ranch. This is making me hungry. And as head of people, Rachel, you need to order pizza and ranch. (laughs) I think we're going to have a team lunch today, guys. That sounds awesome. Ranch. One other thing that I wanted to talk about that's not tech... Of is course. you are very fitness focused mm. and participate in marathons. Oh, yeah. So oh, yes. why do you do that? And what do you think it adds to your life as a head of people? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seeing as I'm jet lagged because I came back from a trip because I went and ran the Berlin Marathon, bum, which, bum, was, bum. which is awesome. Pretty yeah. cool. Um, you know, I think I've... I used to hate running, honestly, and it's not that fun. Like, I don't think anyone really loves running, but you love this, uh, like, sense of accomplishment, right? It gives me something to work towards. 
Now I use it for traveling. So I've run the London Marathon, the Chicago Marathon, Berlin, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to kind of go to either cities I love or cities I haven't visited. Um, I think the thing that it helps me with as head of people is honestly, sometimes it gives me quiet time to think about work and think in a way that lets me process. Because if I'm doing a long run or I'm, I mean, shoot, any run over 30 minutes, mm-hmm. I have a lot of time to myself and my thoughts. Without the little Slack notification yeah. going on. No Slack notifications, no one checking in, not checking emails. So I think it kind of gives me time. It's almost my own therapy, mm-hmm. therapy with myself. Mm-hmm. And the best kind. It helps sometimes for personal stuff. I think a lot about work stuff, though, just ideas or things that have been going on or ways to improve. So I think that that kind of ties in for how it helps me in this job and always having something to look forward to. Yeah. Though it sounds kind of lame to say I'm looking forward to a marathon. <laughs> no, people love marathons. Yeah. I think uh, it's a great uh, challenge. Yeah. And you know, I travel to collect magnets from cities and you travel hey, to run marathons. You know what? That's actually what I always do. I always buy a magnet because yeah. it is small and mm. cheap <laughs> and easy. And usually there's a ton of them. So yeah. I have a couple magnets from my last trip that I don't know where I put, but I bought them. <laughs> Even as you're saying this, I remember when we were as a team in Seattle. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I've never met anyone else mm-hmm. who does that. Magnets, guys. I think a lot of people do, guys. I hate to tell you that you <laughs> well, are not. I've never met <laughs> anyone else who does Magnets it. and postcards, <laughs> the cheapest, <laughs> yeah. easiest things that every city I has. Mugs. Um, mugs can break. Magnets. They're just so easy. Yeah. Yes. Mugs are like hearts. Dude, and dun, dun, dun. Where, where, <laughs> I didn't quite know how to respond to that. Me neither. But I was gonna go with mugs can like break, and they're so they're so um. Where do you put them? Like yeah. magnets are so easy to like keep on a wall. And then you have, I put my mugs in <laughs> my cabinet. Then you have all these <laughs> random mugs. I don't know. I need them yeah. to be a little bit similar. So. Yeah, I had an awesome San Francisco mug one time. Did it break? It broke, and it <laughs> was it was heartbreaking. I was so disappointed. Magnets I'm won't sorry. break. Yeah, that's true. So, I guess magnets are like your heart after you get married. I, I don't, don't get know. it. Yeah, they won't break anymore. <laughs> Guys, listen, I'm jet-lagged. No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, this has been great. I think we've learned a lot. Dude, I think I we've have. talked a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> About very important topics. Yes, that every developer needs to know. Yes. So, Rachel, thank you for coming on. Thank of you so course. much. Where should people follow you on yeah. social media? Uh, you probably don't want to follow me. Yeah, oh, yeah. lots of running pictures. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you'll see that I did some run and. If you want to see all the it. cool places Rachel is going to, follow her on Instagram at what is it, Rachie? Yeah, R A C H Y. Valentine. Oh God, it just sounds was so Rachel lame. Was Rachel Valentine when, taken? Yeah, it was. And I still try to find new ones that are not. Like every once in a while, I try and change my handle. Yeah. I, I, are there that many Rachel Valentines or R Valentines yeah. or Rachel V? Like I've tried so many combos and they just are all not available. And I don't want to have a bunch of numbers in my name. Yeah. Unless I, never, I could do yeah. like, I guess, a less than three sign. So it's like a little heart, but that is pretty you could. corny. <laughs> or do like a one instead of the last L or oh, the yeah, L and yeah. it doesn't matter. Or maybe I could throw it back to MSN days and be like Angel 6060 yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> MSN, like AOL. Yeah, 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 yeah. MSN AOL. was what the doors used. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> okay, the actually I used AOL, but I don't yeah. know. MSN came to my yeah. mind. <laughs>
<laughs> don't judge me, John. Don't also age me. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I was. I don't even remember that because I'm so young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I never have to worry about uh, my handle being taken, John Hoppenthal. <laughs> I have to worry about people trying to spell it. So go follow me on Twitter. Awesome. At John Hoppenthal. Spell it. No. <laughs> and no, I won't do it. I refuse. If you want to follow me that bad. Duct tapes. Yeah. Figure out. No. Figure, well, you can follow duct tapes. <laughs> duct tapes too. FM. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Don't shoot down your yeah. own promotion. <laughs> duct tapes FM on, on Twitter, Instagram, on the web, duct tapes.fm. Do it. If you want to, the website is just awesome. You can find me under my gamer name, Talma Vale mm-hmm. on Twitter and team Talma on Twitch. And join our newsletter. Subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe to the newsletter. Sometimes we have weekly giveaways, and we always have awesome content. Rachel's going to give away a job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Best giveaway yet. Yep. Just send me your resume. Yep. (laughs) Um, All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. Bye. See ya. Don't say bye, Rachel. Bye.